Hey everyone, hey everyone, how you doing, how you doing? I hope you have been well these past two weeks. Um, can you believe it's already December? I can't believe it's already December. I am shocked. And another like random thing, have the weeks made any sense to you? Because in all honesty, I've been feeling like they've had like this Frankenstein kind of feeling where like, Monday doesn't feel like a Monday or like today. Today's Tuesday for me. But it feels like more like a Thursday or like a Friday than it does a Tuesday. It's so strange. And this has been like a like a running theme for the past maybe two or three weeks. We're like, it just doesn't make any sense. But who knows? Maybe I'm the one that's having the problem and nobody else is noticing. <laughs> um on this episode of the podcast, I had Fernando, a.k.a. Casual, a.k.a. Uh, the host, or at least one half of the hosts of the Hood Diner podcast. Um, it was a lot of fun. He has a great vibe, just full of energy, and is really uplifting in, in his own unique fashion and is very encouraging in just his expression. Great guy, great conversation. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. Bet. So, I was actually wondering. I'm glad you introduced yourself as Fernando because I was wondering what your name was the whole time. The whole right. time I was like, I was, was going to refer to you. I'm calling you casual. I mean, it's all good too. It'd be a lot, there's a lot of people that just call me casual. The people that don't even know my first name. They're like, <laughs> what's this dude's name? Real quick? Like, what is his name? What's his name? Yeah. Where did casual come from? Casual came from me when I was rapping. Oh, yeah? You used to be a rapper? I used to rap, dude. Ah, shit. I used to rap. I used to rap. I've been part of this hip-hop scene for a minute, bro. Like, yeah? for a good minute, yeah. Yeah, I've been doing shit for a good while. Oh, wow. But that's all part of the story, bro. It's all yeah, part of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, so, like, I, with my guests, I like to ask them a, a, a beginning question. And, uh, First memory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. I was <laughs> like, what am I going to say? And I started thinking, honestly, man, like, I think my first memory that I can really, really remember yeah. is just playing in the backyard of our house, like when we finally moved to Montanita Terrace. When I was born, we lived off of, like, Hawaii and Drexel, kind of off 12th Avenue. Okay. Like, a little up the street from where Rollies is at right there. Oh, okay. And, um... What happened was, I think we were there for about a good year or so. Yeah. And I'm, we moved to where Montanita Park is over there, kind of by Pister and on the west, southwest side over there. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, that's uh, my, earliest, my earliest memory is playing in the backyard. Nice. Like, like actually having like a nice backyard to play in. And nice. my dad, you know, he wanted me to get into baseball. So in the middle of the grass, he made a pitcher's mound like that was just a little bit higher. He put some dirt, he put some grass. So I had my own pitcher's mound in the backyard and then there was a brick wall. So I would just throw them at the brick wall. But then eventually I started throwing them over the wall and I would hit neighbor's windows. Oh, and I would no. go, oh, no. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Uh, that sounds awesome. My, my, my baseball days ended early. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then so you started over there. How did you get into hip hop? How'd that happen? Oh, man, that's just... Well, I mean, you know, the hip-hop's always been a part of me. Well, growing up, I've loved music my entire life. My dad, you know, he was really big on music. My sister, I have an older sister, and I have two younger sisters. We're all halves, you know. My, my oldest sister has a different dad. My younger sisters have different moms and stuff, so we're all halves and stuff. But 
um, the older one, she was very big. We I grew up in the '80s, bro. I just right. I just I just turned 40. Okay, okay. so I was born in '78. Okay. And, you know, during the 80s is when I grew up. So that music is just a part of my life. And I feel like the 80s was one of those generations that they tried so many different things. Even if they didn't think it was going to sound good, right. they, they took way more chances. Yeah. And they made sounds that you had never really heard before. I feel like that's why, to me, I feel like the 80s is one of those uh, years or those music styles that keeps getting, like, Re reused, re re you know. You see the the way the kids are dressing and stuff. A lot of that's the '80s, man. I feel like the '80s was just an awesome, awesome decade. You know, that's awesome. Like, uh, yeah, it was really, it was really cool, man. It was really cool. But like but then from there, like basically, like getting into the hip hop part. Yeah. You know, growing up listening to rap. My my dad's uh, the first first rap music he ever bought or he ever bought for us was easy ease easy does it and too short uh life is you know okay. he bought these on tapes yeah, back yeah, in the yeah. day that's that's how old i am you know what i'm saying yeah. I, I, we were buying <laughs> tapes and um so it's, I, I loved rap from the jump mm -hmm. you know I, I grew up when you know when yo mtv raps was big right when uh you could watch the box and order you know used to be that 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 channel called the box and you 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 know you would go i think you would call and you would order like a song for like three ninety nine to your cable bill or something like that, and then you would like they would play Bone Thugs and Harmony. But like most of the time, you just sit around and wait, and they play the ones you wanted. You know, if you just right. left it on, like most of the time, it would eventually come on and stuff. So, yeah. you know, growing up loving uh, music, uh, it was actually pretty cool on the podcast. I don't know if you heard, we had talked about like what our first like uh, CDs that we bought or music that we bought personally. Oh, okay. And I was telling my homie Bert that the first CD I ever bought was DJ Quick's "Quick Is the Name." You know, and oh, I just nice. so happened to bump into DJ Quick when I came back from the, from Hawaii yeah, a week a couple picture. weeks ago. A couple picture. weeks ago, I, I ran into DJ Quick at the at the airport, dude, and I fanned out. I was like, Ooh. I had so many things I would have loved to have said to him, bro. But I got <laughs> to tell I got to tell him like, hey, bro, your CD was the first CD I ever bought, bro. That was cool. Nice. That was cool. But then like nice. from there, I think like um, I think it was about just out of high school, and me and my dad, we <laughs> me and my dad, we kind of like bumped heads he kicked me out i was living with homies and stuff like that right? Right, right right and the homie that i was living with one of my real good friends uh one day he came home he literally came home from work and was like hey bro we're gonna start rapping <laughs> Just like that. He, was like, he was like i got a homie i work with like he, we, were, we were working at southwest supermarkets okay and i was at the one on first and fourth row and so was he right. but then he got transferred to irvington and campbell he met some dude there that was trying to rap and uh so yeah, he just came and he was wow. like, "Hey, bro, we're gonna start rapping." So, so we're gonna rap. Yeah, this so, other person's rapping, so we're gonna do it too. He was like, "No, we're gonna form a group. We're gonna form a group, the three of us." Okay, wow. so then, so we started doing it. We had a couple little sessions and stuff. Then eventually, the third dude took off, right? We didn't, so then it was just me and my boy. Right, right, right. And then we met this other dude, you know, and we started rapping with him. And then he wound up jacking our keyboard, moving, <laughs> moving to Detroit, shit. Like Jesus. it was that. He was gonna be the dude that made the beats for us. Like my buddy bought a keyboard. Wow. It was a nice little keyboard. It was called like a DJX. It was like the first Yamaha keyboard that had like hip hop sounds on it. Yeah, yeah. It had like the 808 beats and these little sounds and synths wow. and stuff like that. So we bought that and we were like, well, I don't know how to play anything. And, you know, we met this dude that he, he knew. Right. And he's like, I know how to play some keys, bro. And he, he do, 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 do. so we left the keyboard with him at his house. And then, you know, whatever, they're knocking on his door and neighbors are coming out. Hey, bro, he moved, dude. He left. We're like, oh, man. Wow. You serious? So, Damn. <laughs> but yeah, but like I think it was, I think it was 98 
when me and him dropped our first little demo and we were oh, we nice. started a we, we actually had a car club like a small car club called the five tools finest Wow. Okay, so we just kept that name as we started rapping. We were called Five Tools Finest, you know what oh, I'm saying? That nice. was, and that was a dope name. That was actually maybe like a few years later. I'm like, I'm like, uh, what do you call him? What is his name? Uh, Quentin Tarantino. I'm the type of dude, I, I mess up sometimes, bro, because I'll tell stories and I'll be over here and then I'll fast forward like two years and then I'll come back again. Oh, okay. But fast forward a couple years, That's this other car club started. And they had a thing that said Five Toes Finest, bro. And my bro, my, my homie ran up on this dude. He told, told him, he's like, pull over, homie. <laughs> and like, he was like, what's up, man? What's up? It's all good? My homeboy had like a dope 65 Impala. So this dude was thinking like, maybe, oh, dude, maybe he wants to, you know, talk about car clubs, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, I want to talk to you about that car club plaque you got right there, man. Yeah, uh, we already got that name. Well, that's, that's our name. Like, so I suggest you change that. <laughs> and I think they're called, I think they're called Tucson's Finest. No. Yeah, and I think they're still around. Wow. I think they're still around. But I mean, wow. <laughs> but yeah, but that's what we recalled, bro. And uh, nice. we, we recorded our first demo in like a little shed in the back of this one dude's house. Yeah. And it was just like five songs. And another fast forward, like 15 some plus years, the guy who we recorded that with, he does my photo booth for this place. So like when we have packages like for quinceañeras and yeah, stuff, yeah, and it yeah. includes a photo booth, that's the guy I call. That's the guy that does yeah, it. it was funny. Like we had a we had a small quinceañera here one time, and he was setting up in the back, and I was like, "What the hell? What's up, Andy?" I was like, "Dude, I haven't seen you in forever, dog, since we recorded that shit." So wow. and so yeah, so I ran into him. So now he's like my preferred vendor and stuff. It's cool, and he awesome. he's, he's a realtor. He actually helped us sell a house recently, man. Like he's a wow. he's a good homie of ours, dude. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy, but where they connect? We did that. That you know, that was back in '98. Yeah. It was like you know, like I said, five good songs. We used to take the demos and try to go to like you know curves and TDs and get them to play them and stuff like that, dude. (laughs) It was crazy, man. Nice, nice. It was fun, man. But um, but yeah, yeah. That that was how that was how I started in hip hop, bro. And then I don't think it was. I think we kind of took a little break for a while, and then like somewhere in like 2001, I released my own album. Really? That was when I switched my name. Before I was called Trouble. Okay. okay. <laughs> he was Terror, Terror One, and I was Trouble One. And then I can't uh, remember what the other dude's name, but it was something one. Yeah, it, was, yeah, you know, it was all part of the gimmick. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? yeah, of course, of course. All the, you know, the way, the, the way we get down with names and stuff like that. But yeah. then, you know, by that time, I was already with my lady. You know, uh, yeah. I was like, hey, you know, I, I don't want that name because I'm not Trouble, dude. Like, those, are, those days are behind me. So that's right. what's something that you know, I like that kind of epitomizes my lifestyle, who I am, and you know, this and that. So then I landed on casual, but then I started doing it with the lowercase k, the capital A-Z, and yeah, then yeah. U-A-L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the A-Z part stood out, you know what I'm saying? So that, that, that's, nice. that's where the name casual came from, you know what I'm saying? And then, yeah, like, I think all the way up until about last year, I've still been doing like features for a couple people. Oh, I don't know if, awesome. if you've ever heard of Shonuff. You ever heard of a rapper named Shonuff? He just changed his name to Just Dorian. He does a lot of music with, um, with Vinny Mendez and okay. uh, Black One, Jerron, and uh, okay. uh, he's on the Starstruck uh, label. He's oh. done. He's been on some songs with uh, Cash Lansky and stuff like okay. that. So. Okay. Okay. So um, Cash Lansky, out of all those names, is the one that I know the, like for sure, for sure. I did Cash Lansky's first cover art. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, it was wow. an album. It was an album called Simplicity, and actually, I was on two songs of that album oh, too. Oh, really? Yeah. There's a song. Goddamn. There's a song called Big Deal. And it's, it's, it's pretty dope, bro. Like, yeah. I remember he, uh, he sent it to me, and he was like, bro, he's like, I got this verse. He's like, but I, I can't come up with a hook. 
He's like, I can't do nothing. And, and like this, is, I was coming up with the, the information for the, or like, you know, the cover. I, I was having kind of a hard time trying to see what was it all about. Yeah, yeah. And what it, you know, the name of the album was Simplicity. What I wound up doing was this, like you see those really long, crazy looking, um, like math equations that you see like, you know, like, Oh, dude trying to do on the thing right. it's just a bunch of stuff you have no idea that's what it wound up doing like at the very top corner it says cash lansky and then it said plus and then it had all these crazy things yeah. and at the very end at the bottom left corner it said equals simplicity nice you know what i'm saying so like nice. that, that came like in, in like one swoop like he had called me he was like bro we really need we really need to get this thing done and i'm like oh man like this should be this should be easy and then i started thinking i was like wait a minute maybe it's not maybe we make it look like some crazy long thing and blah 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 and equal simplicity he was like run with that and then boom we did that Love but it. then he had sent me that beat and he was like bro like if you could come up with a hook or anything like that i think i i left pima because i was at pima during the time i was going to pima yeah, yeah and i drove up to a mountain and i was up there and i was taking a little smoke break real quick course, i think course. by the time i got down i already had the hook Nice. Like I was listening to it and I was like, I'm sort of like a big deal around here. What's so I'm so I'm sort of like a big deal. It was yeah, simple. Yeah, yeah. It was simple, but it went to the music nicely. You know what I'm saying? Nice. And then after that, I went home and I wrote a verse. I was like, dude, I got to jump on this. So I asked him, I'm like, hey, I know you didn't ask me for a verse, but I got this verse. It goes pretty good with what you're saying, what I'm saying. Hear me out. He's like, let's do it. Ah, so I wound, awesome. up, wound up recording it, sending it to him. And yeah, he put it on his first album. And then... Uh, and then I did a hook for this other song, the same kind of scenario. He was like, bro, yeah, I can't yeah. really think of something, man. So I came up with something. It was, it was nice. It was nice. You can, I think you can check those out on iTunes. I think those, okay. are, I think those are up there. Oh, I had to check them have out. I have to shoot the links uh, for, uh, for those right there. I had there. to check them out. That's, that's, all, that's so cool, man. Yeah, it was, it was fun, man. I, like I said, I've been, ever since, I think, I feel like, like Tucson's hip hop scene really started to flourish a lot, like you know, early two thousands and stuff like yeah. that. Later two thousands, yeah, you know, and uh, yeah, I, I feel like ever since like Cash and them came onto the scene, man, Got like big, people, right? yeah, people have been paying a lot more attention to mm. them. Marley B, you know, the mm. jiving scientist. A lot of these dudes that yeah. you've interviewed, run, you know what I mean? Right, like, right. You know, uh, Big Ox. Mm -hmm. You know, Swindo, the two. I know all like the OG dudes, like from wow. from from Tucson and stuff. And I've, Damn. you know, so like doing the whole hip hop thing. You know, mm -hmm. I realized eventually, you know, that's that's a young man's game. You know, it's a young man's game. Right. right so, right. how could I stay into this? Well, my whole life, I've I've loved art, been pretty artistic, like yeah. drawing and all stuff. I've seen that. So then I started getting into doing, you know, like you know, photography and started to do right. people's album covers and, right. you know, different stuff like that, just ways. to stay involved. So I was like, well, that's how, that's how I'm going to stay involved in this hip hop scene, bro, is because, you know, I went back to Pima, I got my degree in, in graphic, graphic design and all that stuff. Nice. So, yeah. And then, you know, at Pima, that was just, that was just the best time, bro, because that's where like all the ideas for everything that I was doing came. Like I, I wound up doing uh, a magazine for a little while. Okay. Yeah. It was yeah. called the 520 magazine. Okay. And it was it was dude, it was you dope. Did like a three 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 editions. I think it was like, like that, four, right? but the fourth one I didn't really uh, get out too much. I didn't I didn't get to print a sample. What was the what was the base? What was it around? Like what was it about? The, dude, the it was magazine? it was all about anybody doing everything in 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 Tucson at the time, That's bro. It awesome. was it was it was music. Yeah. It was you know fashion. Nice. You know, like I was I had you know ads for Rep Tuck back then, for Corrupt Alumni back then, for cumulative back then you know what i'm saying yeah. and then that's when that's when officials started too you know those were two projects that started at the exact same time in school because they were projects for for uh for a, for a grade but then i wound up making it 
taking right. them to the next level. You know what I mean? Making them real, real things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's, that's awesome. where, so that's where those two things, you know, came from. And yeah, the magazine was awesome, but the problem was it was, it was a lot of work. I bet. It was a lot of work because I would meet with people, I would do the interviews, you know, I would yeah. take photos, and then I'd have to take those back, you know, turn that interview into an article right. that's readable. You know, thankfully I did okay in like language arts and in English and school and stuff right, like that. Right, right. Had it been math, I would, ugh, uh. no. But <laughs> thankfully I, mean, I was good at writing like, you I know, mean, poems and, and just writing right. in general, you know what of I'm course, saying? Like, of like I've been, I've been gordito my whole life, bro. So like, that was one of my angles to like get girls to like me, like writing poems and oh, drawing dude. things with their names on them and stuff, nice, dude. Nice, nice. I used to have this one homegirl, bro, I'd go to her house one time and like, I just, <laughs> I liked her, dude, but she never really liked me like that. Right. I remember one time I went into her, in, I was at her house, I went into her room and I looked at the walls and I was like, holy crap, look at all these drawings I've done for you and I haven't got shit. <laughs> I think I, I think wow. the realization hit me. And I was like, damn, this girl's never. I'm in the friend zone, bro. This is friend permanent. Zone. This is permanent friend zone right here, man. She just loves my artistic abilities. Yeah, for real. She's just a fan, bro. Mm -hmm. She's just a fan. So, so yeah, man. Like, wow. you know, so that thankfully, you know, me being able to write helped a lot with writing the articles and stuff. And then I would get with you know people that wrote poetry in town, so I would publish their you know put their poem in the magazine and stuff. Wow. And it never really it never made it to print. I ma I printed a few so that people could see what it would look like. Right. like that was like if we had Patreon back then, Ooh. that would have been nice because we probably could have made that happen. Oh, you, you know, I bet you people in the town, probably, a lot of the artists would have loved you to probably have. resurrect that, bro. I've thought about it, bro, but I already kind of let it all go, man. Because let me tell you what happened, bro. Let me yeah, tell you what yeah, happened. Yeah. This is this is where, this is where I feel like a lot of people kind of got mad at me, okay? okay? Because when I started doing the magazine, you realize like, it was all about, you know, rappers and this and this and that. Yeah. So every rapper in town wanted to meet me, wanted to get into that magazine. Of course. They wanted to be my friend. They wanted to, you know, this right. and this and that, you know, everybody just want, but they wanted what I could give them. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, it, it, to me, after a while, that kind of got like, oh man, you know, blah, blah, blah. After I had graduated, you know, I kept kind of, you know, trying to do the magazine, but at the same time I was doing official, and official was actually making me money. Official like is your th brand, my brand, right? yeah, your, the, your the clothing, clothing brand. Mm -hmm. Nice. And so, you know, I started doing that, and you know, the the magazine was just all on the love. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I tried to get people to come in and help me, but like some people, you know, eventually they they. They saw what the, the type of work that it entailed, and they're like, right. nah. It's kind of like, you know, like you think about how there's so many people right now that are like, oh, we're going to start a podcast. You know, but then when they really get into it and start thinking like, oh, man, this is, this is a good amount of work. It's not just a simple plug and record. No. You know, it's not. It's, there's a lot more to it. So. If you want to show a lot of this, yeah, a lot more to it. Exactly. Exactly. So a lot of people, you know, I started to kind of move more towards official because I needed, you know, bro, I, I was just out of school. I didn't have like a job. Right. My graphics was my main source of income, but you know, the official stuff was a good, you know, little extra money in my pocket. Of course. So what am I going to kind of focus on? I kind of had to focus on this. Focus and so on. from there, when people were like, oh, well, he's not doing the magazine no more. I'm just like, I'm going to mess with casual then. Fucking, uh, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you want to buy a t-shirt? Nah. Nah, I'm good, bro. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm not saying that they had to. Right. But it was like, it's like that type of thing where everybody's like, oh, I'll show you love if you show me love and right. shit like that. Well, hey, man, you know, show some love and maybe I would have shown you some love. Right. But, yeah, it, it was just a trip, man. And like I said, it, it, it did hurt because I, I, I loved it. 
I loved it, but I also felt that I loved it for, for, for a lot of the wrong reasons because so many people were giving me that attention. Like, oh, Casual, dude, that's that dude, Casual, got that magazine. Oh, dude, I want to be in that magazine. So everybody wanted right. to be homies and shit. But then you start right. thinking about it and you're like, oh, man, people just, I feel like people just want to use me, mm -hmm. you know? I get that. So like, it, 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 started get, it started taking me to a little bit of a dark place to where I was like, nah, man, you know what? I just, I don't have the time to do this right now. You know, I just don't. I, I, I can't. I can't do it. It's a lot. It's a lot yeah. of work. Even just to do it, you know. Even just to do it, like as in, you want to take a no. break? No. I was just, I, even as like, you know, just a part-time thing. It was mm. still. It was still a lot of work, man. So. Damn. So then, yeah. Eventually, I kind of just, you know, I, I I let go of the WordPress side. I turned off the, I turned off the Facebook page. Turned off. I think the Instagram and stuff is still out there, but like, I I need to just delete them, bro. Right. I, and I think if I was to ever to resurrect it, yeah. something like that, I would do it a little different. I would do it a little different. That one was primarily based around the music. I think the next time it would be just like as a, and all around like everything. Like arts. Ev you know, all the arts. Yeah, yes. exactly. It was primarily based on music. I love but, that. But, but, it was, but it was fun, bro. But then, you know, with the official stuff, it started, yeah, of course. It started panning out, you know. It started working out on the The homie of mine that was helping me with it, he's a barber. And so we started doing barber battles. And then what happened was, was like, you know, we were making shirts and we were making hats. But then eventually I started making bracelets. Oh yeah, dude, look at it. it reminds me, that reminds me. Try, try, see which one of these fits you. Yeah. I brought you, I brought you an official. I'm thinking that one's probably gonna fit you probably. right there. Yeah. That's an official bracelet, buddy. Oh, bet. Thank you. you. It's got the little O on it and yeah. stuff like that. And oh shit, this is so cool. Yeah, that was that was like that's like our best seller, bro. It's like just simple. It goes with everything, you know yeah. what I mean? It's clean, you know what I mean? But uh, I so like I started it. making those bracelets, bro. Thank you. And at the barber shows, bro, they were just they were just making good money because this is barbers all day, right. like this cutting hair. So they they like jewelry. Right. They like they like you know flossing and doing like right. like even this one. Look at check this one out. This one actually has like a little barber's razor on it. Oh, that's so cool. Right. And I started putting together different styles and like stuff it. like that, you know. So as that started to progress, as officials' name started to get bigger, bro, that's why I was like, okay, I, I you know. I really do have to give official more attention. Right, of course. You know, to of do course. all that, to do all that, man. So that's kind of wow. Know, I know it went like totally different. No, no, but you I, that was, we started with the hip hop part. It's good. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's good. I have a bad habit of just running on tangents, no, bro. I, I, I've told my boy Robert that I record the the hood diner with. I'm uh, like, dude, DJ sometimes. Century? Yeah, DJ Century. I'm like, yeah. dude, sometimes, bro, you gotta tell me, dude. Like, if I start talking too much, bro, like, flag, <laughs> wave something, just be like, hey. <laughs> this is this is fantastic. You good? How did where did the, the where did the where did the the podcast the, even the idea of the podcast come into play? The podcast was more uh, Century's idea because because oh, okay. we we see DJ Century does my my uh, my my, sh my hats. He's an embroiderer. Oh, he works okay. for he works for a company called New Stitch, and um, yeah, he he does really good hats, quality hats. Like I I, I could probably name a bunch of brands here in town that get their stuff done with him yeah. businesses as well wow. you know they do the jerseys for like pueblo a lot of like the different uh, high schools in town they do they got pretty big accounts bro they're they're, they're a pretty big deal wow. he just does really great work so when i met him back when official first started like i i you know i, I don't know i don't i really don't remember how i find i think i just looked it up on the on the internet like who in town does like embroidery you know and i went right. down there and talked to them just kind of hit it off with the dude, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, He's a couple okay. years younger than me. But, you know, every time I went to talk to him, we would just talk about, like, like I was always so, like, you know, impressed by what he was doing. Right. So I'd ask him about this, and then I'd be like, oh, man, have you seen that hat by such and such? And he's like, oh, yeah, bro, I saw that. So every time I was dropping off hats or picking them up, we'd have, like, 
conversations, conversations like 30 40 minutes about fashion and about this and about music and stuff wow. we just we just kind of clicked bro so mm -hmm. then you know uh it was probably i want to say earlier this year because i think we started in about june okay so earlier this year one time when i went to pick up some hats he was like hey bro He's like, you ever thought about doing a podcast? And I'm like, you know what, dude? I was like, I actually have. <laughs> I actually have thought about doing a podcast. That sounds like it'd be something fun because, see, I wanted something. I wanted something to fill that void from the from the 520 magazine. You know, right. when I thought about that, I, and I was like, that. I thought about it, and I was like, yeah, you know, I could still bring in all my all my friends that are still out there grinding, still hustling, still doing their thing, still trying to make a name for themselves. You know what I mean, like. It's hard to get out there, you know? Like, yeah. you gotta give props to people that are doing things because, you know, to yeah. get over anxieties and, mm -hmm. and the pressure of performing in front of people and putting your stuff out there and possibly being hated and, you know, it's <laughs> crazy, man. It's crazy, right. like, I feel bad for celebrities nowadays, bro. If you mess up once, you're, you're a meme. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you can't mess up and stuff, bro. It's crazy. So it's like, it's intense. I, I, I like I the fact that the podcast was gonna give me an opportunity to do that with maybe not as much work, but you know, Right. I would still put, you know, some good work into it, you know, do the graphics on it. So, yeah. so I sat down and I was like, yeah, you know, let's come up with a name, man. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, wow, you know, we're going to be giving people, you know, our opinions on this and our opinions on that. Just, you know, <laughs> gluttonous <laughs> portions of this and that. So then like the hood diner just came. It was literally the first name I came up with. Really? I was like, I was like the hood diner, bro. Like, I think that that sounds kind of cool. Well, actually, no, I think there might have been one name, but it had something to do with the official because oh, I had right. told him, I was like, well, dude, do you mind if like we at least put you know, official as the sponsor, you know, this way, this way from the outside looking in, it's like, okay, you know what I mean? They're, they're at least, you know, trying to help another business, helping another brand and blah, blah, right. blah, even though it's mine, right. you know what I mean? But, the, right. but that's, I mean, I, but it is my brand. So right. I got to put, put the name out there. Of somewhere. Course. So he was like, all right, bro. So I don't know what, I don't remember. There was something catchy that had the word official in it or something like yeah. that. But then we, we were like, kind of like, ah, so then I was like, all right, let me go back and you know, think about some stuff. And I think the Hood Diner was the very first idea I came up with. I, I, I think I came up with like four or five more. Oh. But like once he had the, heard the Hood Diner, he was like, yeah, that sounds that cool. Sounds and then I had come up with those five names. Yeah. But I only made a logo because I already saw it. I was like, dude, I see, I see a brick wall. <laughs> I see uh, uh, the name the Hood Diner in like, and like a little thing like that. So I put that together and I was like, hey, what do you think about these names? He's like, I like the hood diet. I'm like, good, because I already made the logo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah, oh, bro. That's like, great. That's yeah. great. So, so that's kind of where that came from, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then we were just like, dude, like, you know, what is it going to be about? I don't know, bro. Let's just talk about the stuff that we like to talk about. You know what I mean? And of it's, course. That's what it is. But I mean, like I said, that's where we, we do want to start, you know, like I said, bringing in more people. Of course. You know, adding value you know, to the podcast itself. I feel like adding value, when podcasts have value, those are the ones that get listened to course, a lot. Yeah. So like lately, that's why you'll hear me talk about like travel tips and stuff like that. Like I'll Aye. bring up stuff. Like the whole thing about the, about the, what is it? Uh, the Dole Whip that I kept telling DJ Central. I'm like, you gotta try yeah. a Dole Whip. A Dole Whip is a, like a pineapple drink that they serve at. Uh, Hawaii? And, well, they have it in Hawaii because the Dole company's there. So I got oh, to go there and have one straight from the source. But you can get one at Disneyland. Oh, okay. You can get one at Disneyland. It's like a famous drink they have at Disneyland. It's like right by the Tiki Tiki room. And um, so I kept trying to sell him that. I was like, dude, you got to try one. You got to try one. <laughs> and so I was giving him all these tips. I'm like, dude, there's a way to bypass that line and this and that. And he's like, I tried doing that, bro. It's different now. And it's a, it's a pickup spot for like an app and this and that. I was like, oh, man. I, I tried. I tried. I'm like, but I was like, hey, but thank you for letting me know because now when I go again, I'm going to get that app. I'm going to order my door whip and I'm going to pick it up at that place instead of waiting in those long ass lines. There you go. You know? for so real. 
Disneyland, man. I've been waiting over It's there. very true, though. Yeah. Like, when, if something come, brings value to the listener, it does, I would say, have more incentive for the listener to actually listen. That's why I like your podcast, man, because the people that you bring in, they're all people that are doing, you know, different things like that. Like, I really like wow. the one you did with, uh, with Fonzie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From, uh, from uh, como se llama? Flowers and Bullets. Flowers and Bullets, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fonz is great. Yeah, I, I fuck with Fonz, bro. That's, my home. that's the homie, dude. The whole group is, is we've, fucking phenomenal. We've done a lot of, like, when they were first, first coming up, there was a lot of uh, little shows, little different spots where, you know, I would have my booth here, and they were somewhere right there, too. Right. You know, and Fonzie would always come over and be like, hey, bro, can I borrow your PayPal swiper and this and that? And like, hey, bro, let me borrow this and this and that. Yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. I, would, I would, like, you know, always tell them, like, little different that, try to put them on game and this yeah, and that. Yeah, but I love everything that they're doing, bro. Like, they've just taken over, man. Like, the, the fact that they do it as a collective is yeah. really, really cool. Yeah, it's beautiful, bro. Yeah, that's the difference. Like, with yeah. me, bro, I'm like, I feel with me, I'm, I'm more, more greedy about the way I do things sometimes. I've tried to bring it, like, tried to have people help me with certain things. I get it. And if they don't do it the way I like it, I get frustrated, bro. So it's just, so I'm that type of person, like, I, I do. And yeah. I, I remember yeah. people, uh, a couple of people used to always tell me I spread myself too thin. And I was like, what does that mean? Right. I'm like, I don't know what that means, bro. All I know is I got to do me, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. I get where they were coming from, bro, because, you know, it, 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 stuff takes a lot of time. Yeah, You know, and so if you don't have a team working with you. So that's why I like the, the podcast. And, like, what we're looking at doing is possibly getting, like, a third person to come in and help us, like, produce it and stuff. Right. Want to start doing the video. Yeah. Want to start, you know, we were, we're going to put, like, a little TV up on the wall. So if there's, like, ever, like, oh, dude, you're lying. When was this? And blah, blah, blah. And so that person can, like, do, like, he like that. Yeah, he, he could be the Jamie. Exactly. <laughs> he could be the Jamie. I've thought about getting a Jamie, but I'm, like, the same way, sort of, like, I have this, like, this intense need to get it done myself. Yeah. Like, uh, and, I, and it's so, I guess it's difficult to, like, allow myself to rely on somebody else. It is. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. And then when you, when you, when you keep that and you do that for so many years, it's hard. You can't teach an old dog new tricks, like they say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's hard. But I, I, I do realize you, do, you definitely do need a team yeah. to help you with stuff. You know what I mean? Like, like with this place, um, I like to, I, I, not only do I have to come in and sell you know the place i meet with people and you know they tell me okay we're having a quinceanera on this day what can you do for me oh well, blah 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 i show them the packages you know i gotta make that sale of course and then if i do make the sale it's awesome so we have a party set i i bartend i have a cousin who comes and does the security for me mm. my little sisters will do my will be my servers oh, one nice. of my best one of my best friends uh guy by the name of chef armando duarte he cooks my food for me you know what i'm saying because i used to work for him back in the day oh, wow. I, I lost my job at uh doing a granite construction yeah it was just this time where like the construction business just tanked and like a lot of people lost their jobs yeah. and uh at the time i didn't have nothing to do so he was like hey man like you know i need an assistant bro i work at i work at pie fi at the u of a it was a sorority house yeah you know with the girls right you know, the right. girls house you know so i was like <laughs> okay bro i'll check it out do what's up so you know i, I go i help him i'm his assistant i help him chop stuff i wash dishes you know yeah. what i'm saying i help things set up you know and then you know, I did that for a couple of years, bro. So we've been really good friends, you know. Nice. But, even, but even during that time, a lot of that is what persuaded me to go back to school as well. As far as like, you know, keeping my foot in the door with hip hop and stuff like that. Because being around all these kids and like seeing like the, their lifestyle, like that, that whole like, what is it called? Like the sorority, the, the Greek lifestyle that right. they have down there. Yeah. It's kind of crazy, bro, because you, they have to pay a lot of money to be involved in these things. But if you think about it, <laughs> they're buying, dude, they're, they're buying 
they're buying their way into like a, a club of people right. that help each other out. Right. Like I'm friends, we used to have um, what were called hashers. They would come help us uh, clean up and serve food and stuff like that. And they were okay. guys. They were guys. So, so right. I got to have, you know, be around the guys and stuff and be around the girls that obviously were in there. Right. But the guys, they were cool because I would ask them like, oh, what are you doing? Oh man, I have this, this internship in Phoenix during the summer and I'm just like, wow. Wow. These kids are younger than me, bro, and they're, they're, they got their they got their plan. Right. You know, like my parents, they were never really. You need to go to college. You right. need to go to college. So I just, you know, I was just uh, my life was like, oh, I just I got to get a good job. I got to right. get a good job. Right. You know, until I met my mother-in-law, who you know who owns her own salon, who helped, you know, open this. Oh, this wow. is hers, but I take I technically took it over because. That's, that's another story. I'll get to that right yeah, now. No, but that, because that. of but because of her lifestyle, bro, it was like, damn, you know. This woman works for herself. Yeah. She can she can leave when she wants. She can take vacations when she wants. Right. She can do this. She can do that. She is self-employed. Mm -hmm. I was like, I want that lifestyle. I want that you know? lifestyle. So that's too. why I went back to school, bro. That's why I went back to school to learn that because respect, respect. You know, and now that's my that's my primarily or my my main source of income is my graphics. That's Doing awesome, Graphic man. arts, you know, casual designs. That's my that's my little company. Wow. Finally got the LLC going and everything nice, like that. You know. Man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah no, pretty, I I, I agree cool. that I, I my approach because my dad for me is like the, the the same way. My dad has the luxury of like he's he's self employed. Like he he, he can stop whenever he wants. Like it's he, beautiful. Yeah, it's like fucking fantastic. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, I want that, but I don't want to work for him either. So like I have to figure out my own like my own little thing, which is right. why I like did my this podcast thing and like yeah. testing a whole bunch of other shit. But I have to figure out how to finance everything. So right. like, that's where I'm at. Yeah. But that's like the end goal where I can actually just up and go wherever I want. I feel like the podcast game is actually kind of like the, the place for it's it. blowing up right now. Oh, bro. No, you know, like, like you just seen like what's his name? Uh, Joe Budden just signed like a yeah. couple million dollar deal or Stupid something like deal, that. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, it's possible to do it. You know, mm -hmm. I bet I bet you Joe Rogan probably makes a killing on his views from from his show on YouTube. Well, like on you, like that's separate, right? So like his views on on YouTube are income, right? Yeah. But then he has the commercials on the audio version. That's right. And that's like that's right. And is, you don't hear that in the beginning of yeah, the podcast where he's talking that, about the video ones. Yeah, like, he's talking about get uh, this pill and or get yeah, this water, drink yeah, this water yeah, and yeah, stuff on like that. Freaking on the wow. audios and his audios is what he gets more views on. Wow, way more views. Damn, he's, the, he's like in the millions, bro. It's stupid. But his podcast is great, though. It is. It is. His podcast is great. They're they're stupid long. Yeah. Like yeah. three hours, bro. Come yeah. on, man. Like I gotta. I, and I and I when I watch them and when I watch them, I kind of like there. There's like people online that always go into those podcasts and find like the best parts okay. and put like thirty minute sections out uh, of like yeah. the, the best conversation between him and that person. That. Yeah. You know, and this and that. I like finding those. And, and you I know. I just chew those things up, bro. Yeah. I, I love the. I love the. The long format podcast mostly like the way joe rogan goes about it mm -hmm. like that's I, for me i could just sit there and have it playing while i'm like doing the dishes or just driving around in my car and right. shit. that i love that and i love i love for me i just i like i like when he has like guests that um or like academic in some way mm -hmm. or scientists or doctors and shit like that because that the, they're just fucking full of information yeah and he's like right there asking him the questions that, that neil tyson dude that went on yeah, there yeah. he was flipping his phone yeah. around with no case right. i was like dude, 
<laughs> but damn it, Joe Rogan's trying. He's all dropping his phone left and right over there. Uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely love Joe Rogan's yeah, podcast, man. That one's great. I, I listen to other other podcasts that are about the same. They're not as long because Joe Rogan's like the only one that goes off and like goddamn. I guess he just loves to hear his voice. Who knows? Yeah. But but no, I, there's other podcasts that I listen to that do the same thing, but they just like free format and just have conversations. I like Mark Maron. You like Mark Maron? I haven't really listened to his. He's a little more dry, but he's a comedian. He's a yeah, comedian, he's a comedian, comedian, but he's right? like an asshole comedian. Like right. the way, like the way, did you ever see the show Glow? Did you ever seen that show, Glow? No, I haven't seen Because that's okay. You know what it's about, right? It's about, like, the it's gorgeous like, ladies of wrestling. Right, right. And right, it's, right. It's, it's based on a true story. I don't know how true it is, like, to the, to the, to to the, the characters story, and everything. Right, right. But it really is based on a true story. Because I remember when I was a kid, bro, I remember staying up late as hell and watching on this public access channel these ladies. And it was Rez. low budget, res. Yeah. You know, the video and everything was just horrible. And the yeah, acting yeah, yeah. was horrible. But it was like hot chicks wrestling, dude. You know what I'm saying? So wow. I was like, wow, bro. This was like, like this was like Skinamax to me back in the day, you know? <laughs> so, course, you know, so, so when that came back out, I had to watch it. And then that's when I kind of learned about Mark Maron, like uh, as, as, an, as an actor. As, as an actor right. I, I mean, I didn't know, I had no idea that he had a podcast after that. Right. You know, and okay. he's one of the only people podcasts that has interviewed like Barack Obama. Yeah, that's the only one I've listened. Yeah, no, that, that was good. Yeah, it was, it was really good. It was, really good. It was funny how he explained about it. How he was like, yeah, he's like, he's like, I got SWAT on my neighbor's roof. Know. You know, <laughs> he's like, they made me put my cats away. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, <laughs> no. Like, there's a uh, there's another for me like there's another podcast that I really like and it's called uh, like he's a guest on Joe Rogan's everyone like he's a good friend of Joe Rogan's actually it's uh, the podcast is called Tangentially Speaking mm -hmm. and uh, it's with Christopher Ryan okay I've heard of that dude yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He, he has his own podcast huh? he has his own I didn't podcast know that. and it's 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 for me it's like it hits what Joe Rogan does every once in a while. Like, Joe Rogan is like, he hits it sometimes, but like, and other times he's just having fun and shit. Right. But this other guy is like consistently hitting that, I guess, emotional note that I'm always seeking. Nice. And like, that dude just has, and then sometimes his, his like, a conversation can like steep into like the ridiculousness of Joe Rogan's. Mm -hmm. But since this guy isn't a comedian, he's just like a, like a, PhD holder that yeah. wrote a book about sex like he doesn't really give a fuck yeah <laughs> so he'll just have whoever like in his con like he'll just have a whole bunch of different people from one moment he's talking about like you know like farming and like gardening and paying attention to your own shit right then the next podcast he'll have a porn star <laughs> <laughs> you know like it, and it just goes everywhere and like just the, the, the amount of information that you'll find on his podcast is is on par like Joe's and it's, it's a really good podcast. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to have to subscribe. Really I'll check, I'll it's, check it's, that it's, out. Because, yeah, I've been big on the podcast, too, especially, especially since you started. When I, when I started doing the podcast, I was like, well, okay, maybe I should, you know, be listening to like more podcasts to, right. to see how it is, you know, what's yeah. going on. I mean, I kind of had the idea. And then, obviously, we're going to add our own spin to it. But it's good to, like, really yeah, see, like, how, you know, it's funny to see the different formats that a lot of different podcasts have. Right. You know, like, yeah. before... When we first started, I was like, okay, we're going to start it with these, these little biceps cooking in the background. Like, the first, like, three, you know, started yeah. like that, you know? Yeah. And then eventually we kind of got rid of the little dudes and stuff. And then the other day, Robert was like, he's like, I want to hear the biceps again, bro. <laughs> so what I did was, and, and it kind of makes sense for us, dude. I thought it was kind of cool. Like, yeah. the, the, the last episode, I had the biceps, like, in, during the first, like, three, four minutes that we were talking before the yeah. beat kicked in. I heard that. And I was like, I want to, you know, keep it just a little bit low so it sounds like we really are in yeah, a diner. So I, I, I feel like that. I feel like that's kind of, like, the edge that we're going to start doing like, like the like first couple minutes in the is last be episode in the, 
your intro was fucking fantastic. Oh, thanks, man. That was fucking fantastic. I appreciate you. That's, I mean, that's what I read. You know, obviously, I watch videos about like how to improve your podcast and stuff. There's, I can't. What is that dude's name? Like Shannon something, the Shan Man, like the dude with long hair, mustache. He looks. He's always doing things out of like a radio place. He gives really good tips about podcasts, bro. That's awesome. And I remember one of the ones that stuck out with me the most was the first minute you have to grab them. Like if you don't grab them within that first minute, right. you know it's it's you know that's you, what you, you got to. Yeah, exactly. So, I guess that, that, that's that's how sense. we that's how our, our society is, bro. Everything's right. so boom, boom, so boom. Man, I want this. I want that. Oh, you know. But yeah, man. I'm trying to just make it my consistency that keeps them there. <laughs> yeah, no, I do that. I, I commend you on your consistency, bro. Yeah, yeah dude, that's good you. stuff. That's that's what I told my boy. I was like, bro, we gotta keep it consistent, like the homie, man. Like we gotta just keep <laughs> popping them and. You know, and, and I've listened to a couple other podcasts that I started when, when we first started out, and we've actually caught up to them, mm. you know, because they've been, like, taking, like, weeks, weeks off and stuff. And, and, like, we only took that week off that I was uh, that I went to Hawaii, and of then course. he went to Disneyland, like, the week after. So we took two weeks off, yeah. you know, and then came That's back. That's reasonable. But, yeah, That's yeah, exactly. Why not? You know what I'm saying? I took, like, a month off and shit. But Did that you? was just because, like, I reached the goal that I wanted to reach. Nice. Uh, where was that? Where, where were you at? Was it the Galapagos Islands or something oh, like yeah, that? Oh, yeah, no. I went I saw like that month that was another month that I took off but, yeah. that, but that was because I didn't have any internet access <laughs> oh. um, but um, no yeah so I went with my my family my, fa- my my parents invited me to go with them to a trip and the trip was in South America we went to Peru wow um, yeah we went to we went to Peru we went a little bit at, at, at Ecuador uh, we got to stand on the equator and shit, and then we also went Dang. to Galap- Galapagos Islands. And everything. You make it to Machu Picchu? Yeah, we went to Machu Did Picchu. Did you really? Yeah, bro. Damn, I'm, bomb I'm photo. jealous. That's awesome. That's one of my bucket list places to go, bro. bro. It's it's worth it, bro. And then, like, if you can get yourself a guide who knows the history of it, bro, like, that's even more so, bro, because, like, there's there's some details to it. Like, like here, just, just right off the bat, they never finished it. Like, mm. they, they, they were never able to finish it because while they were still building it, the Spanish arrived. Oh, Machu Picchu is not complete. Wow. So like so like we have no idea how it would have actually looked. Damn. So but it's like it's still fucking crazy. I bet. And like when you go when you go to like Peru and shit, you got to be che- chewing coca leaves the whole time. Really? Yeah, cuz the altitude sickness is fucked up. No shit. Yeah, so like you And it's coca leaves like real that's that's the leaves they make coke out of? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You, you don't. You, it's not like you. You feel anything. You don't feel a stimulation or nothing. Okay. The, well, for me, like, like you, I, like I was just curious the whole time. Like I was like, well, let's see what the the actual leaf is like. Mm-hmm. And all you do is just you put a little bit and you leave them on your cheek and shit. And you just like you don't even chew them. I don't. I didn't chew. It just kind of dissolves itself yeah, right there, kind of. It's like you become. It becomes tea in your mouth essentially. Okay. And like you just you just swallow it and shit. You land in Cusco. Okay. Cusco's twelve thousand feet above sea level. Yeah, bro. So it's like fucking ridiculous. Like immediately, like it took me maybe like forty, maybe like twenty minutes to like start feeling like, like like I have asthma. So I was like, I, I was like, I, we were like driving to like our, our where we we're gonna stay at, uh-huh. and I was like immediately like, oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> like, yeah. I, like I can't breathe. And like until we got to the hotel, the, the, like all oh, those coca leaves over there, and, like it's just for free. Like you can just okay. like, like, <laughs> That's just, cool. like go, go crazy, guys. You get it in a jar. You can make a tea out of it if you want with hot water. Yeah. Or you just pop them in your mouth. I like the just popping it in my mouth. Nice. But because of the coca leaf, apparently it's like jam packed with nutri- nutrients and shit. Mm. Like it's really healthy, apparently. Yeah. Um, I one of the things that it does, it stops you from feeling hungry. Okay. So like my whole trip, I wasn't. I wasn't really hungry. Like I wasn't hungry, homie. I, I would eat. The food was there and it was right. delicious and mm. shit. But I was not. 
I was like making myself eat. I was not hungry like the whole time I was over there. That's a trip. Yeah, that whole like the being over there not hungry for a good like couple weeks was interesting. <laughs> and see, I could imagine because I've been to uh, I've been to Denver. And Denver's a mile high, like 22, what is that, 2,000-some two like, yeah, feet? Yeah, yeah. So 12,000? Holy crap. Stupid, dude. dude, I bet you fat people just do not exist over there. My dad, my dad's <laughs> a little overweight, and he was not, he, he was not acclimating well. Like, he really? not even the culture. Like trying to breathe and shit, dude? Yeah, dude, yeah, dude, dude I, I have to bring the oxygen tank for him and everything. I remember reading that somewhere where it said, like, a person that went down there, and they had a friend that was overweight, they were like, yeah, they, they couldn't handle it. They were like, they yeah. needed to get oxygen, like, like actual oxygen. Right, right. To save like, stuff like the that. interesting thing is my little brother's also overweight, but he was like, he was like, I'm he's fine. got young, fresh but lungs, though, you know. Like, so yeah, like, and my dad's know. got like, my dad's like in his fifties and shit, and then like he used to smoke when he was younger. Nice. So like, yeah. <laughs> so like, smoking, a lot of shit came, up, lung, yeah. came back for him. Luckily though, when we get we, Machu Picchu ends up is, is a little lower than uh, than Cusco, mm. so he was able to like he, he came back. To, to explore Machu Picchu enough, right. so like that part was fine. But yeah, no, like it was it was fun. Um, but yeah, if you can, get yourself like a, a tour guide for uh, for Machu Picchu. That's definitely go. on my bucket list, bro. If, if anything, same, dude, if same. anything, bro, like, in me, like with me, that's like my favorite shit in life is traveling. Like I same, love, dude. I love traveling, bro. Like love a it, lot bro. of my homies do like throughout the year. Every, honestly, ever since I got married, and I got married back in 2006, 2007. Yeah. Just make sure I get that right because if <laughs> my lady hears it, she's going to be like, what did you just say? <laughs> yeah, it was 2007. But ever since I've been with her and ever since I've been with, like, you know, I got to know my mother-in-law. Mm. My mother-in-law, she, like I said, she does hair. Right. And um, she owns a salon. It's literally right over here and stuff like that. Oh, like, nice. I, I clean it in the nighttime, you know what I mean? Yeah, just, of course. You know, make a little extra cash and stuff. Make sure everything's done right, you know, because we've had other people come in and they just don't care. So it's like you got to do it. You got to get it done right. You got to do it gotta yourself. You know? it right. Mm-hmm. So it's easy money for me. But mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, meeting her, she she used to have a job where she was like um, the the what they did was they flew people out to um, beauty schools, and they made sure that they were accredited. Like, they were like a team. They oh, made sure wow. they wouldn't check the guidelines and stuff. Like, yeah. they were, it was like five or six of them. They would go make sure that they were doing their paperwork right. Yeah. They would make sure that, you know, they were teaching right, that the proper, you know, everything. They, they made sure that the school could stay accredited. Like, it was up to them whether the school stayed accredited oh, or if it was okay. like a brand new school, they would go make sure they have everything in and place. You know what I'm saying? Beauty, like, it's for beauties, yeah, because okay. that's what she's done. She's like been a hairdresser right. for like 50 plus years in wow. her whole life. You know, she used wow. to cut hair. She grew up in like, I, or she, she's from Morales. And then when she got married, they moved to like Casa Grande and she had like her own little beauty salon in her garage, you know? So she's been cutting hair yeah, for I'm years, sorry. like ever since my, my, my wife, because that's what my wife does too. My wife followed in her, in her footsteps. Nice. Took her a while to get there because when she first started doing it, like fresh out of high school, the chemicals jacked her hands up. Oh, wow. My wife has like eczema, you know what I'm saying? So oh, those chemicals no. kind of forced her to not do that, mm-hmm. you know, and she wound up doing other jobs for a while, but then eventually she got it under control. She went back and now she works here with her mom. So oh, she helps so her manage cool. it and stuff like that. And yes, yeah, it's, it's a cool thing. But what, like I said, that was her job. So they flew her to multiple cities, like all over the place. She was like, yeah, I get to, I get to go to Colorado, you know, Colorado, Chicago, wow. New York. And then there was one time they flew her to San Juan, Puerto Rico, okay? And the hotel they gave her was literally facing the, the ports where all the boats would come in, right? So she's, you know, she's there, it's the end of the day, you know, the sun's going down, she's like looking out her window, and there's people and everybody, there's like the street, 
and they have vendors and they're just playing music and they're drinking right. and everybody's having a good time. So my mother-in-law was like, ah, I'm gonna go down there, you know? So she walks mm -hmm. down there and then she just starts talking to people. She's just like one of the friendliest people. Like she won't stay bored. She sees somebody, she's like, hi, how you doing? You know, you nice. know, she's, she's very nice, very sweet lady. Nice. And so she started talking to these people who were from the cruise and they're like, oh yeah, we're from this boat. And she's like, oh, I've never been on one of the fun. And they're like, oh my God, you got to try them, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Right. So then, you know, I think it was maybe about two months after that, my mother-in-law was like, you know what? I came up on some cash. There was like some sort of little settlement thing that happened. Mm. She took me, my wife, my brother-in-law and his girlfriend uh, on, a, on, a, on a cruise out of Long Beach. Uh, on a, it was a carnival cruise and it was like just three days. Yeah. I went to uh, uh, the Catalina, where they had the Catalina wine mixer. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. And then it took us to Ensenada. It was just like a little two, three day thing, but it was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. You've been on a cruise before? Yeah, I've been on a cruise Dude, before. I feel like <laughs> I feel like dollar for dollar a cruise is just the way to go, bro. Because <laughs> like like the food's good. Yeah. The entertainment's good. You know, they have comedy shows there in the right. nighttime. Yeah. The drinks are kind of where they get you. Yeah. You know, but we're 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 that we're those types that sneak our own like alcohol <laughs> on, bro. We get those little like clear plastic pouches right. and stuff, right. fill them up with rum, <laughs> and then you get like the all you can drink thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. For uh, like sodas or whatever. Yeah. So I get like a coke. You know what I'm saying? They're not looking. I bust out my little Shit. pouch, uh, a little rum and coke. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. All week. You know what I'm saying? When I wanted to get a beer, get a tropical drink, but you don't. You know, have to waste all kinds of money on alcohol right right, right. so we're hood like that you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah it's, you know so that's that's from the cruises bro that's where we like i just developed this this love to travel yeah you know i'm just like that. bro like and like i mean we got married on a cruise oh wow we got married on a cruise in 2007 and last year we did our 10-year anniversary on the exact same cruise oh get cute right <laughs> right that's what i'm talking about bro so yeah. like and when we went bro like yeah. we, we took like 40 40 people with us yeah like we made it like a big thing that's you know awesome, it's man. like yeah my, my lady should should have been a, a travel planner man because she gets down with that stuff that's, yeah. it was crazy because we got married at a church in saint thomas okay that's that's uh u.s virgin islands oh wow so still it was, it was cool you know in the united yeah. states we can get married there nice but she had to do all this planning from tucson to get stuff going on over there we had to do like this like marriage counts not not counseling thing but like it was like uh like a like a meeting where you had to meet with people and you spend the night there and you sleep in this room and there's like dudes over here and like you don't sleep in the same room with your wife you know what I'm saying? it's really weird yeah it was really weird and you get these certificates after that and those have to be into that church within six months before you get married i also had to get my uh what do you call it um you know what is it you got you get baptized you have your confirmation confirmation mm, yeah okay. the confirmation i'd okay. never done my confirmation and neither did she oh so you had to get it we had to get it bro we've actually it was luckily like this is like nine months away from the six month mark that everything ah. has to be turned in ah. we found a, a, a place at st john's right there on, on 12th and Ajo. okay they had it where it was like a three-month thing okay so we were able to get it at that six month mark oh, and, it, and it was crazy but we went through that and then it was like literally the last day and the priest is like, oh, hey, he's like, I need to talk to you guys. And he's like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm in kind of a dilemma here. He's like, you guys are not supposed to be living together. I just noticed you guys put the same exact address. <laughs> like, because we had different names, but it was the same address. Right, right, so he was right. like, technically, I'm not really supposed to allow you to have done this. You know, I mean, he's like, he's like, I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to confession for this. <laughs> I was like, all right, bro, thank you, man. I'm glad you take it for us, man. Thank you, bro. Yeah, you take that sin. Take yeah. that sin, bro. But, yeah, we got everything in, man. And it was crazy because it could have been the type of thing where there could have been bad weather that day. And we wouldn't have been able to dock. We would have missed our entire wedding. But, thankfully, bro, everything worked out. 
like she had to leave like super early all in her dress and everything like wow. and we had to go to the courthouses to go sign paperwork there and then you know we went to the church we got married there wow. and then everybody else left and went back to the boat to change so that they could go enjoy the rest of their day in st thomas That's we beautiful. went to like a beach and we had pictures taken and stuff like that i was in my tux wow. dude it was beautiful bro yeah, it was beautiful, man. So, like, that's, that's, to me, that's been my thing. So, that's why I was, like, kind of getting with, like, a lot of my homies throughout the years. Like, ever since I've been with my lady, everybody likes to go out and party and drink and stuff like right. that, dude. I don't like doing that, bro. I don't like it. I mean, for one, there's just too much drama sometimes in Tucson, bro. Like, when yeah. fools get drunk, you know what I'm saying? People get all emotional. When fools get drunk, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's when shit pops off. And you know, I ain't trying to be an innocent bystander on something stupid that I had nothing to do with. Right. And then, two... You know, going out can get expensive, bro. Like, yeah, you go out, you yeah. have, first you'll go out, you'll have, like, dinner and stuff, you know. Right. And then you'll go have some drinks and this and this and that. End of the night, bro, you've already dropped, like, two, three hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. Bro, me and my lady, we'll, we'll be happy. We'll just go get some wings or we'll get some Chinese food. Right. Go back to the house, watch a movie and shit. Just chill, you know oh, what I'm saying? And then that's, like, <laughs> 50 bucks. That yeah. other that other two hundred dollars, that, that's, that's travel that's money travel right there. Money. That's for the traveling right yeah, there, bro. Right. Like, a lot of people that's don't realize right. that shit, dude. That's true, man. I, I give, I'll, I'll give some of my homies shit, like, like some of these dudes that spend, like, you know, $300 on shoes, and they got, like, stacks of them. And I look at that, and I'm just okay. like, bro, I'm like, bro, you got... You got like you got like ten vacations right there. You know what I'm saying? And I'm talking Europe. I'm a Hawaii. I'm like New York. You got all these vacations right there. But I mean, to each their own, bro. Yeah, you know, no, I kind of everybody time. loves what they. You know, everybody's everybody got their different things like. and shit. Yeah, but of that's course. just me. And I'm thankful that my mother-in-law put that I that travel 100%. bug into me, bro. Because it's I just that it was your mother mother-in-law too. It was, bro. Because I mean, and I mean, you know, my dad and when we grew up, my mom and my dad they got divorced when I was like 12, oh, okay. and I stayed with my dad. But even growing up, we did our fair share of vacations and stuff like yeah. that. Simple stuff, you know, Disneyland. Um, we had family in Texas. We'd go to family reunions and yeah. stuff like that. But nothing like what my mother-in-law introduced us to, like going flying to Miami and catching a boat out there and going to Puerto Rico and you know Virgin Islands and stuff like that I was like dude I, you know yeah man that's so right. like that's right no that, that's that's awesome bro I'm and then the the other beautiful thing like that's that's where like you know I'm very thankful for her because you know when we got back from getting married yeah I had done a you know, you know, like sometimes they have timeshares out here and they want you to come oh. out and check them out and they promise you like this and this yeah. and that. See, they got smart. They don't really give you what they used to back in the day. Back in the day, bro, they would give you like a two-night stay at a hotel, right. $50 Best Buy card and like something else and stuff like that. Right. So I did that one time, right? Mm -hmm. And I did it. And then when we got married and we got back, I used those two nights in Orlando. So we went to Disney World. You know, we'd never been there and shit like that. So mm -hmm. we went to Walt Disney World, bro. And my mother-in-law and like three of her friends, they went together. I guess they already had a timeshare that they had bought, you nice, know? Nice. So they went and they stayed there. But me and my lady only did two days, they did seven. But in those first two days, my mother-in-law, she like, she's like, hey, come outside of your guys' hotel. We go outside, there's a limo. And she's like, check this out, like, like, let's go. The limo took us to this place, all kinds of construction going on, but there was like a nice little restaurant. We have, we're having breakfast. Yeah. And she's at, and we're like, what's this, what's this all about? My mother-in-law's like, I bought another timeshare. She's like, but she's like, but she's like, I'm telling you right now. She's like, this is a great price. She's like, it's not even built yet. She's like, it's not even built yet. And it turned out to be one of the Westgate ones. And Westgate's like pretty big. Like they have different ones like all over that you can yeah, use yeah. it for. And um, she got in like at a stupid low price, bro. Wow. So it, it was like paid off, you know what I mean? And that's, that's, we use that every year to at least take like one big trip. 
and then me and my lady love to take like little weekend trips or you know four or five days here and there because because now that i'm you know a graphic designer and i can pretty much do you know anywhere as long as i have internet access right you know you can be like a nomad and shit. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah like that's yeah, yeah. like that's actually a pretty that's actually a really really cool story that I kind of like to share. Is like, I used to have a homie, uh-huh. who who would just sell weed. Okay. All right. He sold weed, and, and that was the dude I used to get my weed from and stuff. And he would sit at home back in the day when uh, when uh, FrostWire and LimeWire and downloading yeah. illegal stuff, Napster and all that yeah, stuff yeah, came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. All he did, bro, was just smoke, download crazy songs, and he would share them with me and stuff. And yeah. Um. So this guy, you know, he wound up, you know, getting pretty big on the dealing situation. Uh-huh. Then he went to jail. Okay. Damn. While he was in jail, he got his, his, his diploma and everything like that. And my homie was smart, like math smart. Oh. So he, start, he knew how to build websites from scratch, code-wise. What? You know what I'm saying? This was when the internet first started popping off. You know what, what I'm saying? So I was like, damn, that's crazy. Like, I still do He went from being locked up to moving into like a really fancy ass house over here to moving to like la jolla in 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 san diego right he's making money dude i was like what the fuck Bruh. it's crazy dude <laughs> so one day one day like this is before i went back to school and stuff yeah yeah i i, I, I took my dad to vegas and um we went we had a little little father-son time and stuff i took him we went met the jabawakis and shit had a homie who was like cousins with one of the jabawakis so we got like backstage access and oh, we hung shit. out with them afterwards. I have a Jabberwocky mask that's signed like by like almost all of them. I, oh, think, nice. I think like two of them had to dip out. Yeah, yeah. But we got to talk to them and these dude, one of these dudes was from Phoenix and he was like, oh yeah, I'm from Arizona, blah, blah, blah. And they were cool dudes and shit. Nice. On the way back, we stopped through San Diego. We visited one of my cousins and my boy David's there. And he's like, hey bro, come over for, come over for like some steaks and shit. I'm like, all right, check him out. Yeah. Go to this nice ass house right on the water and everything, right? And I'll never forget it, dude, because he was like, he, like my dad he was like they, they wanted to leave and i was like well i tell you what like i'll hang out here and he can give me a ride later or whatever you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. he was like cool with that so they left and me and him were talking and shit and he's just like yeah bro he's like i was like dude you're you're doing it bro i'm like i am i am 100 percent proud of what you're doing bro and he's like look at that table fernando and it's like a dinner table right yeah. and i'm like what about it and he's like you see what's on the table and i'm like i see like a mac you know a little macbook over there i'm like yeah i see a macbook he's like that's my office bro He's like, that's my office, dude. He's like, I can work from anywhere, Fernando. And I was just like, <laughs> I was blown away, right? Yeah. But what made it, what made it even worse, dude, what made it, what, the part that really threw me over the edge, not in a bad way, in a good way, mm-hmm. we went to the beach, right? Later on that night, we're having a beer, smoking a little bit, and you know, we're sitting there chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, man, I've been thinking about going to school, dude, and this and that. And I'm like, man, if I start learning some of this stuff, will you give me some pointers and shit? And he was like, no. I was like, okay. And he's, like, let me, he's like, let me tell you why, Fernando. He's like, you're one of those types of dudes that when you want to learn something, when you do something, he's like, you put everything into it. He's like, I know you. Because we used to rap together. Oh, this is one of the dudes I used to rap with. Like, okay. there, was, there, was, there, was like there was a little period after me and my, my, my original homie, when he kind of fell off, I hooked up with like three, four other dudes. And we were still 520's finest. Nice. You know, and he was one of them. Oh. And so, you know, uh, eventually, you know, we, we, everything kind of just like kind of fell apart. Yeah, but, but he saw that like when it came time for us to rap, I started watching like, you know, or uh, learning how to like make sure our vocals sounded good, which is nothing compared to how things are now. Right. You know, everything sounds awesome. But like I was the one that was recording us. Yeah. I was the one kind of doing the hooks. Yeah. I was the one that was kind of facilitating this entire situation. So he was like, you're that type of dude that if I was to teach you something like this, you'd become my competition. You'd probably take it to the next level. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, he he was 100% honest with me. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I was like, bro, like, you know, I would rather him have been like that yeah. and then instead be like, like when I'm at that point, like, hey, bro, remember you said you were going to help me? Can you help me? And then he just avoids me. Right. You know, and then our relationship is Jack. At least he was 100% honest with me yeah. right there. And that night, bro, literally is what made me like, all right, dude, I'm, I'm going back to school. You know, I want to be able to like, I want to be able to say, and I, I did it. I did it, bro. I, I did it when we were in Hawaii. When we were in Hawaii, I got to edit one of the podcasts on the, on the balcony mm -hmm. while I'm, you know, looking at this beautiful setting and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And my dad, he comes out and he's like, you're in your office, huh? Because I told him about that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yo, I'm like, this is my office yeah. right here, buddy. So like, yeah, dude, so I got to give it up to my boy, man, because without that night, dude, who knows? That's who awesome. knows? It was, it was literally a very influential point for me, dude, that kind of like. That's beautiful. Yeah, man, it was, it was awesome. I, I really like telling that story because it, it kind of reminds me why I'm doing this. Of course. You know, why I'm doing what I'm of doing, course. you know? Yeah, in all honesty, man, I, I personally just want I, there, there is this part of me that really just wants to only really own a backpack for myself mm -hmm. and that be my office and everything. Right. And that's sort of where I'm at. Like, that's awesome, man. And, 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 and like, but like, and I, I just want that to become my main source of income. Yeah. Someday. But that is the, that is the goal on my end. Yeah. And that is, there's something like liberating about it. Yeah. And so that's where I was like, you know what? That's where, like, you know, when, when I do stop eventually doing the rap thing, because, I mean, I feel like so many people have that. So many people have that idea, like, oh, bro, let's be rappers and stuff. But, like, you know, 90, 98% of those dudes, it's not going to happen. Right. It's right. just not. It's, it's, it's reaching for something that's very hard. Yeah. It's not like it used to be. Nowadays, you got to be the right place, the right time, with the right sources. You got to be marketable. You know, you got to have a good following and all that stuff. And then when you come from somewhere like Tucson, man, like, it's just... Not hating on Tucson, bro, but there's a lot of people that are just like, you know, they, they don't want to see the next dude succeed. It sucks. It's hard, bro. It's, it's, it's hard to, to come to that realization. And it, I, I'm pretty sure it's like that in any city. I've heard it in raps, you know, where everybody says that, you know, I can't, what did Pimp C say? He's like, something about you and the motherfuckers from your own city don't want to see you shine. Something like that. Right, right. But it was, it, it's true shit, bro. It, it sucks, man, because, you know, you'll have a lot of people who are just, just they, they, they don't know anything but to you know get a job and just that's it they think right. that that's all there is to life you know and yeah. like you know and like like I said sometimes it takes certain people in your life to really let you know there's so much more out there mm -hmm. you know like I said it took my mother-in-law to show me that like you know if you work for yourself you can you can do what you want when you want, you want you know I mean obviously there's downsides to it you know right. what I'm saying like I gotta pay for my own health insurance it's expensive right. yeah. you know crazy shit like that shit's a lot of shits on you you know yeah, yeah. like I don't really I don't like you know I have like a 401k but I don't have something that I'm putting into it like right now because I don't really have like an a per se like job that does that right. I have 401ks from from previous jobs before I went to school and stuff right. like that right. I, I listened to uh I listened to your podcast with Marcosa the other day so I was thinking about the 401k part. He was like, I'm good, bro. He's like, I can, if I want to buy some girls, I'll buy a girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shout out to Marcosa, yeah, bro. That's, to Marcosa. that's that dude. That's like in town. That's like the, the, the dude that I look up to. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, yeah. he's, his, his creativity is just out of control, bro. Yeah. It's dope. But like, see, that's, I like, I like how he explained the difference between like the illustrator and like a graphic designer and stuff. Cause see, I'm right. more, I'm more of a graphic designer. I can't okay. do this, uh, this stuff that he does, like characters. I would right. love to. I, I, I try every now and then, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm more, I'm more about like, you know, um, 
text and you know just putting together stuff like my main calling right now bro is helping small businesses flourish like start like i think i've as of right now i probably feel i've helped at least seven eight local businesses here in town like from like the logos to the business cards to the websites you know like and and that and to me that i feel like to me that that's my calling that's my calling right there because i love doing that bro i love coming up with like you know logos and names and you marketing know type sure, typography yeah. and marketing yeah, yeah dude yeah, like yeah. to me that's my biggest thing you know that's awesome. that's where i make the mo- the majority of my money and you know i have a bunch of clients that always need like a new flyer for this or or right. they have you know they got a new employee they need new business cards i'll order them right. business cards or you know they want updates to their websites you know it's it's pretty cool man and, and it's really cool to see you know a business from from scratch right be built and be a part of that process obviously i'm just one part of it but they take that and they run with it you know and seeing the stuff that i've made make it to like you know certain situations bro like it's it's beautiful it's a beautiful thing bro it's a beautiful thing a bunch of barber shops i've helped out a couple beauty salons i got a homie or uh, a good friend of ours who has a a granite like they do granite countertops and stuff like that it's called visionary dude it's pretty dope dude wow it's really really cool so that that's that's kind of like where my where my uh my future is you know what i'm saying yeah. like the whole where you see yourself in five years type yeah, shit yeah, yeah. that's where i see myself bro is like you that's know, good eventually getting rid of getting rid of this place is is the first list right yeah like i i remember i told you i would say i would save that story what happened was and this is this is this, this part i mean it kind of sucks but it's but it's cool okay. um three four years ago when we, when my mother-in-law was like i want to do this my brother-in-law got married here okay oh, wow. this place was empty for like 19 years what? okay it was like uh, like just looking at it it was like an osco drug or it was something like that okay so so but it was empty you know and what happened was this is a swim school they took that really weird square chunk right there uh-huh. and then this is a bike store they did this really weird edge of california type looking thing right, right. Here. so it was like this really weird little box, right? This yeah. wasn't there. That that part yeah, right there yeah, wasn't the, there with the, the kitchen, kitchen and everything. Yeah, yeah. And then behind it is two brand new bathrooms and everything. It's really beautiful. You know, nice. we did we did a really awesome job. It was empty, and and it was the floor was concrete and everything like that. And my mother and I was like, hey, I think my brother and I was getting married at some place over here, and uh, something happened in the financial situation. Kind of like you know, it kind of it kind of lost it right there, but. Mm-hmm. My mother-in-law was walking past this place one day, and she looked inside, and she saw it. She was like, you know what? All we really need is a space, you know, to make it happen. So she talked to the owner, and she was like, hey, if I just put tile in there, like, would you let me put tile in there and have a, 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 a place? She was literally willing to pay, you know, I mean, we got a lot of Mexican paisas that can do fucking yeah, tile, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. she, we got this tile cheap at Home Depot and shit, and so we did the tile, and it only went to where that kitchen is right there. Right. And we put like a big old box thing in there, and we made it happen. But my brother-in-law got married here, you nice. know, and it was nothing like what it looks like now. But it was, it was, it was dope, and it happened. Dope. And then after that, she was like, "We could do that. Mm-hmm. We could do this here, yeah. you know." So she she came up with the idea to have an event center here. We came up with the name. I did the logo, you know, and a uh, bunch of stuff. Yeah. And um, so she, th- we were like, "All right, we'll help you." You know, she wanted to do that. She wanted to kind of retire from doing hair. She said she was kind of ready to retire from doing wow. hair. And so about, I want to say about Guzzler. six months in, about six months in to that, she found out she had breast cancer. Oh, goodness. Okay. 
And so, you know, thank God, like, we jumped on it. You know, thankfully, she had her insurance and everything. They jumped on it. They found it very early. Mm. They got it. They got rid of it. Okay. You know, it, it was good. But, you know, all that, you know, radiation treatments and a lot of stuff that she went through and all the different chemicals that she was taking, you know, yeah. like the pills, took a lot out of her. Right. You know, and my mother was a firecracker, bro. She just turned, I want to say, 71? I think she's 70. Mm. I think she's 70. Yeah. If I'm wrong, I'm gonna get slapped. But I'm, she, <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's 70, bro. But you wouldn't think that, man. She right. she 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 walks around Full doing energy. shit. Yeah, bro. She she has been working her ass off her whole life for her family, bro. And That's awesome. And so, but it took a lot out of her. Right. You know, she yeah. didn't want to really like have to deal with meeting people because you know, in this business, bro, you'll always have people that are trying to like you know get a lower price from you. Yeah. Ah, someone, ah, someone Mexicano, que onda, dame una buena, dame un mejor precio, and I'm just like, oh, come on, you know, <laughs> and I, I, you know, when we were building it, I did all my homework, bro, I helped her come up with the prices, and like, I, mm. I, I checked all the different places, and like, you know, where do we fit in that kind of, you know, section, where do we charge to make it, you know, no. com compatible with, with other places, of course, and so we did that, and you know, she just, she didn't want to do it, bro. So, like, a lot of it fell back on me. Yeah. Like, I didn't want her to lose everything. Of course. All the money that she invested in this, if she, if she stopped paying the rent, someone's going to come put a bolt on our door and, like, we're going to lose everything that's in here. So, I, like, everything that I was doing got put on the back burner, you know. It was, like, right around the time where I was getting ready to let go of the magazine, you know, because oh, that wow. kind of that kind of furthered that decision because I was, like, I don't have time with the event center with now, the event center. you know. And thankfully, thankfully, bro, I mean, I've, I've done my best to, to keep it open for like four years now. That's awesome. You know, we've, we've done okay. There's still a lot of people that don't know about this place. We always have parties and people are like, oh, man, this is awesome. Like, I had yeah. no idea this was here. Like, from outside, you wouldn't guess. You wouldn't guess You wouldn't all. guess that there's this size, uh, size of a thing in here, you know yeah, what I mean? not at all, man. But, you know, like I said, you know, and I've told my mother-in-law this, and she gets kind of sad and stuff, too. But I told her, I'm like, no, you know, even though like my other businesses have kind of suffered i'm not going to do that to you i'm not going to let you lose out on everything so right. we've been like for about a year now we've been like talking to people about selling it wow. you know i mean obviously the building ain't ours you rent the building but everything right. that's in here we put a lot of money into it you know mm, of course so of course. you know that's what we were looking for we've been looking for a buyer and the, the sad part is like all these places right here yeah vultures bro like when, when, when this was here empty for years and they didn't want it. Nobody wanted nothing to do with it. When we finished with all this stuff in here, bro, everybody was like, oh man, like, so how's business? How's business going? Oh, it doesn't look like you guys got a lot of people, you know? Oh man, you know, if things don't work out, maybe we'll get that, you know what I mean? Oh, my there's God, a, there's yeah. a, the workout place over here, they wanted it. The dance school, they wanted it, bro. Like everybody fucking wanted it, bro. And it's just like, I, I was like, no. Nobody's I want, the work. I want this place to be an event center. And we found, you know, a couple different buyers and then, you know, a couple of things didn't work out. But the buyers that we have right now, they're very, you know, that's what their dream was to have a place to hold parties. That's awesome. You know, so the, the people, you know, that, that, are, that are buying it from us right now, man, mm -hmm. that's, that's where we're at. You know, we're helping them. We're doing the transition of the name. Like, they're yeah. gonna, it was called Stargate, but now it's called Sylvia's. Yeah. And um, very nice people. Very nice people. And they've, awesome. they've, they've like, they, they say they want to continue to have me on. Uh -huh. like as bartending and helping with sales and stuff so we'll go. see how that goes but yeah man it's just that was the one that's the one part like for the past like three four years it's been tough with me because this business it's all about sales so if somebody calls me they're like well hey can you meet me there in 10 minutes i live about 10 minutes away i'm like yeah i'll meet, I'll meet you there right. and there's a lot of times where i'll come meet people here and then nothing comes from it 
So I'll waste like hours, bro, yeah, coming back and forth, you know, trying to make that sale. But there's, you know, thankfully, you know, like one out of those 10 times, if I can book it, and I can make the money to pay the rent on this place and put some money in my pocket and my mm -hmm. mother-in-law's pocket and, mm -hmm. and all my cousins and, and everybody that's helping everybody me, if I can help me. out, then by all means, bro, you know what I mean? But yeah. I'm like, I'm, very, I'm, I'm excited because it's coming to, it's coming to the end to where we're, we're almost gonna get it you know, all taken care of and sold and of course. out of our hands. And then like from that day, bro, I can promise you, you're gonna see a change like in like the way I market myself. Like when I can actually like set my schedules to like, okay, this is what I'm doing on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm gonna have my game plan, bro. I'm just gonna come back from out of nowhere and just hit them with, exciting, with you know, with, with the casual designs, with the official clothing and with the Hood Diner podcast. You know what I'm Fantastic. saying? Fantastic. Those, those are my three babies right now. That's, that's great. Yeah. I love it, man. We've gone an hour at this point. Nice, so, bro. So like, I did, I did. I, I think that works out. I, I think that's a, a beautiful way to end it. I appreciate it. you, um, man. Yeah, appreciate dude. you, bro. I uh, really do like your podcast. Uh, I Thank like, you. I like your energy, homie. You're, you're, you're great. <laughs> I appreciate it. You know what, bro? That's, that, that's just me, dude. Like, you know, uh, I, I, uh, I feel like it's up to us to, like, keep ourselves entertained. You know what I mean? I don't want to live a life where I'm just, like, mad all the time yeah. you know and i don't like being mad i don't like being upset i don't like confrontation yeah. i like you know just positive energy you know being around good people you yeah. know what i'm saying stuff like that so like that's the way i'm going to continue to leave my live live my life bro and like you know we get we, we, we smoke out before dude and if you know we, we talk about funny <laughs> shit bro you'll hear my ass laughing bro and i'm just <laughs> like I just have, I'm just having a good time with it, bro. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's, sure. that's, that's what life's all about, bro. I'm just going to continue to have a good time until As you should. Till it's over, you know? As you should. Thank you so much, man. You're um, very welcome, you want to leave the people with some last words or just let them know where they can find you, what you got going on? Um, you know, me, uh, you can find me, Casual520, across the board, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Nice. I'm, not, I'm, I'm very private with my Snapchat. That's I don't let nobody, even though Snapchat, like nobody really uses Snapchat as much. Snapchat's the one where I like only keep like people I trust and family yeah. because like when I go out of town, you won't catch me checking in and posting. I'm like, oh, I'm in New York, flossing, blah, blah, blah. Right, right, right. Only with the Snapchat because that's what people that I trust and people that like I know like aren't going to be like, oh, dude, casual out of town. Let's go rob that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, <laughs> hey, dude, there's a lot of jackets that go down into some. Really I'm just saying, man. So, like, so like when I get back, you know, and I'll start posting, like, stuff from New York yeah, or from yeah. Hawaii and shit like that. But That's reasonable. Yeah, man. So it's Casual520, uh, the Hood Diner podcast on uh, Instagram and, you know, at the Hood Diner on Twitter. Yeah. And then uh, official clothing on, on across the board, O-H-F-I-S-H-L, official.com. You can check us out there, too, and stuff like that. Beautiful. Yeah, man. Thank you again, Fernando. Appreciate you, brother. Stories, right? Stories on top of stories on top of stories. It's great. I love it. I love it. It was a lot of fun. Shout out to Fernando. Um, that was great. <laughs> and for the people that are wondering, um, well, actually, I'll address that later. Follow him. Follow Fernando. Uh, his Insta, like he said, is, uh, I believe it's... His handle is casual520 with a K, with a K. And then again, follow uh, the Hood Diner podcast. That's the handle. I believe that's all the same as on Twitter and on throughout and everything. Go check out his uh, his own brand, you know, official clothing. It's it's pretty cool. He gave me that little uh, little bracelet, which I've been like wearing since I had the interview with him. 
<laughs> thank you again for that. That was, that was great. Thank you, Fernando. Um, and thank you all for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, the song that you were list that, that started in the beginning and that I want to play you off with um, is another one by Q. He produced it, as he does. Um, the only problem is I don't know the exact name of it. <laughs> it's, 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 it, I believe it's Whitier. If not whitier, it's wittier. And I don't know which of the two it is. And it's late. And he, quite frankly, Q takes forever to text back. So <laughs> I love you, Q. But so, yeah, we're just going to go with that. You guys go whichever one you like better after you listen to it. Figure out how you like. Um, the links for the guest and Q will be in the description, depending on where you're at. If you're not, well, I mean. Let me know if you have problems looking for them. You know, I can, I can help out. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll see you in another two weeks, guys. Um, yeah. I'm enjoying these bi-weekly releases. It's, it's, a, it's a nice pace. At least for now. <laughs> At least for now. There, there's a part of me that's still, like, is craving that. The intensity that was, oh, every week release. <laughs> uh, but not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Later, guys. See you in a week. Uh, two weeks. Two weeks. See? See? Subconsciously. <laughs>